I, I thought this was going to be a crazy long well, episode. Well, wait, we're not done like, with oh. the don't see it yet. <laughs> well, then cut that. Cut that then. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. I am Ricky. And and that means I'm Sean. No, you're Punisher Fan 101 is what you are. That is true. First, let let me just say before. Wait, how are you going to go first? It's first on the list. Hold on. Hold on. Just (laughs) something I wanted to say. Like. Before we get into this, you know, I'm going to give my opinions today on, you know, Marvel and DC. One of these may be positive. One of these may be negative. But this is the week of Thanksgiving. And I just want to say, look, I am thankful, be it good or bad, that I have the opportunity to go and watch a Justice League movie and watch... (laughs) A Punisher series. You get that? Like, you know, 10 years ago, if you told us this was going to be a reality, we would have joked. We would have laughed. <coughs> and, and so so, so on this Thanksgiving week, let me, let me preemptively say before I get into my review of certain things that I am thankful that I have the ability to review both these things. I'm thankful for the Deadpool trailer. And, uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I am too. But 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 first, but first, let, let's go with the number one. I uh, the Punisher rules, man. Um, Punisher does this rule. Is now, my... before you start a review or anything, let us state that you've seen the whole daggum thing. I've only seen like the episode eight. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick hasn't seen it all, so this will be uh, still a spoiler-free review. <clears throat> and I. I personally think this is the best work marvel has done to date period that includes all movies and every single bit of the mcu franchise i think the punisher is for me my personal favorite hands down ouch well now let me let me inject a little love here because the punisher is so Engrossing to me, it's it's got that Breaking Bad kind of. I gotta watch Dude, the next you're, episode. You're, you're like, your palms are sweaty, and then next thing you know, you're like, I need to take my socks off, dude. Mom's this spaghetti. is horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it it's it's so good. the The acting has this is top of the line stuff. Like, I felt I was getting. Movie quality acting throughout the entire thing. There there wasn't a lull where you were like, well, this is a TV show. So, you know, this is as good as these people are amazing. Like the guy that plays Billy, uh, Ben Barnes, apparently he's from Chronicles of Narnia. I, I don't know. I wasn't too big on those uh, movies. I didn't like the way they went. So I don't know who uh, he was. He's amazing. Like, to play Billy Russo, to do the things, I, I don't know who knows what about his character, but, you know, 
he, he's amazing for what he is. You know, uh, in in the Punisher series, uh, the, my my favorite surprise was that almost every character you can point out is well fleshed out, is likable, or is 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 hateable in the way they're supposed to be. Uh, my I would point to Gunner, a character I really really like, um, and just like uh, Lewis. Uh, a character we were talking about earlier, you understand so well. I mean, if you if you know anybody in the military, or you know, or if you were in the military, I mean, I can't speak to that, but I, I knew people like him. I knew teenagers and kids like him, and it's it's really engrossing to watch his story arc in in the show that's not even anywhere near about him. Um, they tell the story so well. Oh, it's amazing. That that's what I I <clears throat> I think that's what I find so perfect about this is the fact that, you know, this this series doesn't just tell a story about the Punisher. This the writer or the the showrunner Stephen Lightfoot, the direction he took this series is very on the nose about certain issues that occur in this country. And and he nailed it. He knocked it out of the park. He wasn't rude about it or anything. And he gives you this great story to go along with it, you know. Um, I, I think a lot of people will watch The Punisher and actually be like, you know, that that's true. And could actually cause, like, people to take notice of things going on around them that maybe they weren't aware of because you know they're they're not out there in the public a lot you know um but uh to your point uh Ben Barnes uh he was Prince Caspian in the Chronicles of Narvia the most recent movies um he was he the self-titled movie Dorian Gray he played Dorian Gray the lead of course um okay and and a, and a bunch of other things he was in Westworld he played Logan in Westworld such a great show oh, wow. and, and he was a really good get for this show like the kid who plays Lewis, you brought up to me that he was Lee Harvey Oswald in Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, the the Hulu series with mm-hmm. James Franco, and he was really good in that. Really, really good in that. It's really compelling, and he, I can't tell you how much uh, I like the acting in this series. Just everybody, uh, 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 Frank's friend uh, running the the. Uh, uh, what would you call it, the shelter? Not the, the AA shelter. meeting for veterans. That's not what that is. Yeah. But the you shelter, know, yeah, where they would have a place to you know talk. And yeah, stuff. the dad, uh, Lewis's dad, is really good, and I recognize him from somewhere. Oh. And just mm-hmm. uh, and we haven't even talked about the. Uh, Let, let's let's do this, okay? If, if we're going to talk about micro, uh, Eben Moss Bachrock is his name. Is that? I hope that's even halfway correct. Micro is my favorite character. Through, through the entire thing, from the first get-go, I was like, I, something about this guy. I like him. And I stuck with him. And when you finish the entire series, I I just think Micro wins it for me. I mean, not to take anything away from John Barenthal and Punisher, because that is just... 
that that's a story in itself. Yeah, and, but to watch Mike story is so good. Yeah, and he he is a really good actor. He comes from. Have you ever seen uh, John Adams the the series on HBO with? Uh, anyway, he played John Quincy Adams. Um, okay, and, yeah, and that I've show is it. critically acclaimed. He's been on Damages, which is a really good show. Last Ship. I know so many people that love this TV series, Last Ship. He's off of that. He's been on Person of Interest. He comes out of Girls. And Punisher is the first time I've noticed him. And, man, does he stand out. He does a great, great job. Um, But, uh, speaking to the Punisher itself, I mean, I'm just sitting here recording a podcast, ready to end it and go watch the next episode of Punisher. It is that good. I was going to ask you, I was... When we were finished here, I'd be like, so uh, you're going to finish Punisher tonight, right? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you you definitely is. If your night is free, you can definitely. That's the thing. I was up till 1130 last night. And when it was done, I was like, okay, there's got to be another episode. There, there needs to be another episode. I, I didn't want it to end. It was so good. Yeah, the and- best thing I think Marvel's done. And... Uh- <sighs> The Punisher TV series. Now we know in in we're not going to dig into the backstory of all this, but um, you know in re- the recent past there's been political problems with the Punisher and, and that sort of thing. And this show completely it's it's all none of that matters anywhere near the show. It's not the show is so good, so good. Mm-hmm. And Frank is is. Just amazing, um, the way they treat his his consternation with, you know, going on to an army base and, and and what happens if if you know an actual soldier doing his job gets in his way, you know, it, oh that that moment in that in that show is just just horrifying and compelling at the same time, oh, and, I know. and there, there's so many moments. There's there's Lewis and the older veteran, quote unquote veteran. There's, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Micro and and his back and forth when he first meets the Punisher, uh, his family. All, all that stuff is so well drawn out and, and told. There's, there's not a single storyline that I got tired of, that I got bored with, that I wasn't just sitting there waiting for the next time that I get to see that part of the story. Each time it changed to different scenes, to different storylines, I was just as excited to continue that storyline as I was the next one or the previous one. So good. What do you think of the uh, the main, the lead girl in this, the the investigator that's coming from Afghanistan? What what was your take on her? Uh, Maldani. Yeah. Maldani is really good. Uh, I'm hoping that we get to see more of her later. She she seems like somebody that, you know, given the fact that, you know, that we do have the defenders, she could definitely or they could end up on her radar for sure. Um, I liked her character. I want to see if that if she continues this story and uh, I got like watching her career. I don't know. It'll be good. Trust me. Yeah, I she was it. she was really good. You know, the. Uh... If if I was gonna say if I was gonna pick something I didn't like as well as everything else, it would be her um, her confidant, her partner, 
Uh, he wasn't as strong as I would like him to be. He was still fu- he was kind of funny, um, but I I think he's the weakest part of the show. You you hadn't finished it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez, man. dude, why don't you just throw it in my face? Gosh. No, no. Um, I actually, I really. Of course, there, yours would be Karen. A... I, I I know that. Well, <sighs> no, no. Let, let me just. What? 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 Yeah, yeah. This. Punisher has just the right amount of Karen. It doesn't have too much Karen. It doesn't have too little. This is just right. Karen was awesome. I wanted to make... I forgot to write that down, but I wanted to make that point that Karen was perfect in this series. I I thought she did a really great job totally redeeming herself from her actions in The Defenders. And it had just enough Turk in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dude it she did a great job okay well let's finish up on the punisher highly recommended we're not going to do a spoiler review on that uh, you know for weeks out because you know this is one of those things may not have enough time may not be in the same position we are watch this enjoy it and then get back with us um yeah, but i did more from people yeah definitely and, but I did want to talk about that Deadpool 2, two trailer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I've I seen that uh, Deadpool 2 trailer in 3D yesterday. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, they they changed up. Have there's I think there's three different versions. Uh, one for television. There's one for uh, the theater. And then there was that. Uh, was it the red one that we got where he just goes full on talking about cocaine and stuff? I was like, this is amazing. Deadpool's cracking me up, man. Oh, I can't wait for this movie. Uh, you know, it had uh, Cable in action. Um, mm-hmm. Looks uh, good. I mean, I mean, for what? We got uh, 10 one-second frames. Yeah, it it was awesome. I liked it. I mean, for for what we get to see, let's do this. Well, money from Deadpool. What about how well Thor is doing? Thor <laughs> has blown past seven hundred million dollars. It's at seven hundred thirty-eight million dollars worldwide. The uh, Thor two ran six hundred eighty-eight million. This is going to keep going. Yeah, I seen Thor came in third place on the weekend totals already. I was like, they're not even dropped out into the top five yet. <coughs> it's still just rolling right along, man. Because it's a really good movie. It is a really good movie. It's a very good movie. It's really fun. And um, I, I've got something. We're going to swing back around to Thor uh, by the end of the episode. And, and I'll tell you why later. But I did want to mention um, Marvel mentioned something about Beta Ray Bill. Now, in Thor Ragnarok, you see a statue of Beta Ray Bill's head, and Mm -hmm. they let it slip that Beta Ray Bill was originally going to be in Thor Ragnarok, which seems like very sad news, but um, Kevin Feige came out and said the reason they took him out is because he wasn't in there enough. They don't feel that the plans they had did Beta Ray Bill justice. And for oh. such a big character, a, a fan favorite character, 
they wanted to do him right if they're going to bring him in. So there's there's a glimmer of hope that we will see Beta, Beta Ray Bill possibly in Avengers 4? That would be amazing. Or snuck into Infinity War? Who knows? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I don't know how they'd explain yep. uh, Stormbreaker, it- but... That's okay. I just give me Beta Ray is Bill. It, I'm good. Is it more awesome than the time I forgot Beta Ray Bill's name and called him Horseface Thor? Horseface McGee. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a horse yeah. face. Oh, that's funny. I mean, him and <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, Sean, you did, okay? Did you did did you watch a movie? I mean, did I dream this? In- I mean, it was no. early Sunday morning, so I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, early Sunday morning, I went to see Justice League. Uh, you know, I'd mentioned last week I was going to go see it, and uh, look, I, let, let's just let's just talk straight up here. You know, uh, those of you that went to see it, those of you that haven't, this this is nothing that is true spoilery that I think it would be messed up or anything. But if somebody that has seen it uh, watched the first 15 seconds of that movie and you tell me that that Superman upper lip is not some of the hands-down worst CGI in the history of movies, I I would love to debate with you. Because it looks like they took 1989 Joker, made him smile, and then they just painted it white and imposed it over Henry Cavill's upper lip. It, it, it is. It so is you're saying so they Caesar, they Caesar Romero'd him. It's so god awful. I, I just it instantly took me out of the movie. I was like, I mean, I'm talking the first 15 seconds of the movie, and I was just like, oh my god, this is this is how you introduce your movie. This is the first representation that you going to give us is this most god awful CGI <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, I mean look, I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into the movie. I promise. Because I have I have better things to say about that. I I just want why? Why can you tell me why? DC thinks this is a shortcut that it's okay to take. Well, we had to do some reshoots, and uh, he couldn't shave his mustache. So, um, you know, we did some CGI. We uh, paid the night guy. Uh, he, he mops the floors. We paid him, like, double time, and uh, he said he had airbrushed it on his own time, you know? Like, that's who they got to do it. It's not the fact that they had to do CGI because I understand there was another contract that wouldn't let him shave his mustache, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying we can have a Hulk on the screen and you can't make a mustache disappear. Like DC, mm. please. Now, now, now that the mustache rant is over, I'm, I'm sorry about that. If somebody's upset about that, I apologize, but I had to get that off my chest. The movie. Well, let's before you go into the movie, um, Justice yeah. League was set to do 135 to 150 million is what they are, what they were wanting. Uh, the weekend yeah. numbers as they're going to pan out looks like it's going to be 96 million. Um, yeah, it, I've seen two or three articles today that was like uh, did not perform, you know, like expected. 
Did you know that uh, they said Wonder Woman is the only one that outdid their expected performance? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think Wonder Woman is the only one that outdid their expected performance. Well, and, and it should. I mean, that movie deserves it. That Wonder Woman, I, I argue to this day, is, is, is as good as a Marvel movie. Hey, um, um, i seen Wonder Woman twice in the theater. Uh, the only other Marvel movie I can say that about is The Avengers. Yeah. Um, now, Sean, what, where, where do you want to take us on on this review? Okay. This movie would be so great two years from now. It, I get it. I get it. You you wanted to be the first one to have a group movie. I get it. But I would have so much rather enjoyed a Flash movie, an Aquaman movie, a Cyborg movie, and, you know, watched each of those to build a foundation. And then people would accuse you of copying Marvel, and then DC would get all upset because they're, you know, can't be compared to them. So what'd you do? You you chopped up a bunch of short stories, just like Suicide Squad, with with bad editing to introduce these characters. It felt rushed. It could have been way better. And then th- that was just the first half of the movie. You know, every, everybody comes together, and once they're together, and something else happens it really does become a totally different movie. And from that point forward, I had fun. I really did. Um, from that halfway point to the end was pretty fun. The, the, the action was incredible. The CGI was great. You know, flash is my only holdback to this team. Really? Um, cyborg way better than expected. And I'm going to address the Flash thing because I know there's people listening going, you moron, Flash is the best part. Hold on. Just let me get there. The, you know, Cyborg way better than expected. Uh, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, he he kind of gave, like, I picture this Aquaman going, what up, dude? And, you know, giving the gnarly waves hand sign, you know, and, and I'm okay with it. It, it ain't bad. Um, Wonder Woman and Batman, of course, we know Gal Gadot does incredible job. Uh, Ben Affleck, incredible as usual. Still my favorite Bruce Wayne Batman combo. I I know that feels weird, but it is Affleck's totally nailing it for me. And then Flash. Okay. Ezra Miller did an incredible job. I have no problems, zero problems with Ezra Miller. He is an incredible actor. He did excellent job with Flash. But I think Barry Allen deserves better writing. They they made him kind of goofy. They made him kind of clumsy. And I don't think this is my Flash. Like, there's nothing wrong with Ezra Miller's acting. I just think he deserves better. Like, to me, the Flash is one of the most powerful justice league there is i mean he can travel time if he wants to go read a library in a matter of seconds he could do it and then he's that smart don't make him stupid and give him directional jokes i know that's so stupid but if you've watched it you know what directional jokes i'm talking about barry allen deserves better than that and 
okay, so if I have to give it a grade, you know, it's not horrible. Well, let's it's not terrible. Let's not give it a grade. Let's give it a where does it set on the DC movies from Man of Steel to Wonder Woman? Oh man, don't don't give me Man of Steel in there. You, oh, hey, everybody okay. knows you like Man of Steel. That's fine. Okay, I, I'm gonna go because because no, this is this is the reason I say that. Um, I'm gonna go Wonder Woman, Justice League, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. Oh, that, you have Suicide Squad below Batman versus Superman? Uh, no, no, Suicide Squad. I, I, I passed over Suicide Squad. <laughs> I was thinking of the hero films. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Suicide Squad and then BVS. But, yeah, that's my order. Uh, I, I hate that Justice League knocks down my Man of Steel. And other than some horrible CGI, I think... For the hand that they've been dealt, that they did okay. I, I I'm after honestly. I, then now that I've had a day, I I think they did okay. I'm not going to throw that much hate. Other than that god awful CGI, people, please. It's 2017. Uh, kids at home can do better. <laughs> well, like I like I've stated before, I'm. I'm going to see it. I'm going to wait till it goes second run. I'm going to go to the Melba. I'm going to take my child and and you know I'm going to get a a true true value experience with my child and and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this. It is if I had that opportunity to see it at the Melba, I would see it again at the Melba. I really would. Um, I'd like to give it another shot, but. I want to close my eyes the first 15 seconds of the movie. Well, that's... Uh, hmm. You know, like I said, I'm going to see it. Um, here's yeah. something interesting. Do you like James Franco? I do. And when I saw this, I was... I seen a lot of comments that was like, oh no, what are they doing? Well, I see it. I like James Franco... It. Looks like he's being cast as Jamie Madrox, the multiple man, in an X-Men movie. Uh, I kind of feel good about this. Um, like I said last okay, week... Okay, so I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, James Franco is a great actor. I mean, some people write him off to, so. you know, uh, Pineapple Express, whatever. Watch 112263, watch Planet of the a- Apes. He's, he's great. He's absolutely great. And... A character like Jamie Madrox, who has went from, you know, this this guy on Murr Island that has problems to, you know, this this deep uh, yeah. complex character. Uh, man, I I think they could do a lot with this. I mean, and if if whoever doesn't fun. know, the Multiple Man was a, was a side char- an X Men character long ago. He was stuck on Murr Island with. Um, Maura McTaggart. He had to wear a suit because his power was way out of control. Every time he bumped into something, he'd create a multiple of himself. So the suit is kind of a, a kinetic buffer. So he slams his hands together, and that's how he creates a multiple of, of himself. And he can create many. I, I don't remember what the limit was, but uh, you know, at one point, somebody realized, hey, what if we tell great stories with this guy who can make multiples of himself? What if like one of them just decides to walk off and go somewhere else? You know, what if one becomes <laughs> crazy and, and, and becomes a supervillain? You know, uh, e- even though I can't quote you 
multiple man stories. I know that the next run of X Factor, um, whenever the original team they did the change up in the '90s, uh, was a really good run, uh, and that featured one of those stories. I'm excited about this. Uh, this is something like I like I was talking about. This is what I want to see. Uh, Fox doing with the X-Men franchise. I want to see stuff like this coming to the screen. Yeah, I, I think this is interesting. I, I don't know why um, I was I was reading the comments. That's what I get for reading comments, dude. I, I just can't help myself. Um, the, I think this is a great idea. I like it. I like this. Um, this is something I could get behind. <laughs> and <laughs> I did not know that they they were looking at playing the Hardy Men, the grown up version of the Hardy Boys, with him and his brother Dave. That would be great, dude. That would be awesome. I would totally watch that. Oh, and one more thing. I, so, do you remember the police chief in not the police chief, but the head of, um, uh, what's the girl's name again, Maldani? Yeah. So her boss for a little while. Did you yeah. did you recognize who that is? No. That's C. Thomas Howell. That's Pony Boy Curtis from The Outsiders. <laughs> Holy crap, it is, isn't it? <laughs> I like to have just tripped balls because I've just realized he's 50. He is 10 years older than me. And the last time I saw his face, he was a teenager in The Outsiders. And that that is, I'm kind of dying on the inside here. Um, Loki, Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme, how does that land on you? <laughs> what? In the uh, comics, Loki Loki is becoming Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, for some reason, Doctor Strange uh, is on the outs because Loki wins some sort of contest and becomes Sorcerer Supreme. He won a contest, and now he's Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, uh, I think it's an interesting idea. You know, I, uh, especially I since mean, it just came up in the Thor movie. I, I think that's kind of neat. I'll, I'd I give it a chance. It. Yeah, or I want to read it. I want to read it. I need to find it. I want to read it. Now, we also talked about Mattel and uh, Hasbro, uh, mm. you know, uh, having a deal last yeah. episode, and Mattel told them, no dice! They didn't like no the dice. offer. <laughs> so, yeah. He-Man is backing away from Transformers and G.I. Joe. So, that's... Uh, and Rutter's... Did you watch the uh, teaser for the Christmas special for Doctor Who? I did not. Well, I, I tell you what... I, I have not watched any of this season of Doctor Who, and, and I keep meaning to just buy the DVDs or get it on um, iTunes or something like that because yeah. I really do like Peter Capaldi. I really do. He, he's he's my Doctor, classic Doctor. You know that um, oh. that that Tom Baker kind of Doctor. But yeah. in the Christmas special, he is teaming up with. The original Doctor, number one Doctor, who is played by um, Walter Frey. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, uh, and Walter and, Frey. Yes, and if you've ever That's seen awesome. the TV movie Adventure in Time, he played William Hartnell, the the original Doctor. So he huh. he's played the actor who played Doctor Who and was dressed as Doctor Who, and now he's actually coming into Doctor Who as the first Doctor in Doctor Who. That's like Doctor Whoception, I think. Yeah, and it's the Christmas Somehow. special. It's going to be a crossover, and it was very funny. There was a, there was like a three-minute scene of them meeting together, and he's like, you know who I am. He's like, I have no idea who you are. Like, I'm, you're me. I'm you. 
And and he pauses and he's like, Dear God, I thought I'd be younger. He's like, I am younger. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I'm kind of excited to see this. Um, uh, I don't know how, you know, the current news lands on everybody, but I, I'm more than willing to give Doctor Who a chance. It's been with me my entire life. I, I'm not going to just cut it out like a cancer because... You know, uh, some weird ideas some people have. Um, I, I'm going to give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. Oh, dude, local hall. Um, I ended up getting something kind of cool. I was ordering something off Amazon, and I, I've been needing a little tripod. Uh, one of those little flex-legged tripods that everybody carries around nowadays. And I had asked Michelle, you know, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? I said, I, w- I want a nice Joby tripod. Well, we got to look in, and those things, if you get like a high-end one with, you know, a level and a quick release and all that built in, they're around 130 bucks. So I was like, screw that. I ain't paying 130 bucks for a little tripod. So I went on Amazon and I was like, hey, I'm going to try to see if Vipon has anything I can review. This week, I got a little 12-inch uh, flex-legged tripod from Blue Wind. Dude, this thing, I guarantee you, will dominate any Joby. These legs, I've, I've like, you can, like, sling it as hard as you want, and the legs won't flex. If, if you want this in tripod mode, it doesn't slide I'm digging this thing, man. I've carried it around. Uh, I taught Jax how to vlog Casey Neistat style. (laughs) He's been carrying it around. I'll throw on the GoPro and let him drag this thing around. I like it, man. Uh, If anybody's looking for one of those uh, Jovies or whatever, I I mean, this isn't a sponsorship or anything. This is just me saying uh, definitely check out the Blue Wind tripod that's on Amazon. Sweet. Now, my local yeah, hall, my local hall is just just a few small transformers I picked up here and there. Not really anything you to review. Your... I know, oh. but I hadn't I haven't run across. We we've gone dry again. Haven't run across any great comics. Oh haven't. man, I need to go to Walmart because if we don't have any corgs here, I'm gonna send you back and pick me up a corg. Oh yeah, there were tons of them. There was like a whole a whole line of them. Nice. See, I we have two Walmarts uh, around my house, and I swear none of them have received any Funko Pops that are new in, like, months. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. It, a topic you wanted to talk about. It, it does, and this is what relates back to Thor Ragnarok. I think there's been enough time that we can give an honest and open eye to something looking back was very controversial, uh, very hotly debated, very he said, she said, nutso, people are crazy, politics, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to have a discussion looking back on the new Ghostbusters movie, what happened and what went wrong. Now, this relates directly to Thor Ragnarok because... Um, yeah, the- I was wondering where... Where this is going. Well, the the fear I had for Thor Ragnarok was exactly what played out in the Ghostbusters movie. Now, um, whenever we first heard they were making a new Ghostbusters movie, 
Uh, a lot of people were very excited. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, let's let's do this. Let's let's get back in. This is something I love for my youth, and uh, let's let's do this. And then, of course, as we got details about what what was coming out, about the agendas, about what's going on, about what people were writing and what people were starring, um, you know, it turned very the 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 environment and the atmosphere turned very sour very quickly. Uh, uh, you know, the Twitter turned into a, a firestorm and, and just a tank of garbage. And uh, this, the movie never, never had a chance. And this, it, it turned out that they did exactly what we were always afraid of about other things, you know, somebody's going to ruin my childhood, somebody's going to, you know, ruin this franchise, and basically that's, that's close to what happened, I mean, the original movies, nobody can take those away from you, they're always there, they're always enjoyable, but they took, they took the Ghostbusters franchise, and, and, and just dunked it, and, that's what I don't want to happen to Thor. That's what I did not want to happen to Thor. That's what I was afraid they were doing with Thor. Is that they took it in a new direction? They had a, uh, you know, they're making it a complete comedy. You know, it's a, it's a farce. It's it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. And you know, oh, groan. Oh my God, what are they doing? Um, and this, this is that that hit home to me. Thinking about it, whenever whenever I finally saw Thor, I was so relieved. But that's what it seemed to be replaying in my mind was, oh, it's going to be Ghostbusters again, and I never, I never felt that way. Well, right, right. Several people didn't, uh-huh. and some people do still feel that way. Some people are very adamant that, oh, Thor, this wasn't my Thor, you know, that that kind of thing. And, and of yeah. course, people's opinions vary. And but the general yeah. consensus is Thor. Thor Ragnarok's a great movie. It's making tons of money. It was very funny. I loved it. I'll be watching it again. I'll be buying it. Um, you know, so so will you, if, if I may speak on your part. Um, yeah. But but uh, on the don't see it part. Well, of- I mean, it, it, here's the thing. You know, w- with the society we live in, and you know. For some reason, Rotten Tomatoes has seen, you know, that will spark a firestorm quicker than anything is a Rotten Tomatoes score. Well, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes uh, 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 kicked the pooch uh, (laughs) for Justice League. I'll tell you that right now. And that is very topical. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's uh, what they give it, a 33%. They gave it a 42%. And what happened was they came out and announced. They were holding the score back, which, right. w- of course, ignited every media, every entertainment media, published that story. And the moment somebody could screen capture the Flickster app, where they had forgot to <laughs> block that part out, um, you know, and, and it was out there, you know, everybody piled on. And... Yeah, you know uh, there is bad publicity, folks. Trust me. <laughs> it, it, it's it's definitely better than Rotten Tomatoes. But think about this: the the Rotten Tomatoes is so freaking stupid. Um, you know the Punisher series that we just gushed about has, I believe, nine point six or something on IMDb. Would do you know what the Rotten Tomato score is? 
Oh, I'm looking. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't look. Don't, don't tell don't me. Look. Don't look. No, don't why? Look. You looked. No, oh, I haven't. cheated. I haven't. I, it it, it oh. timed me out. <laughs> oh, well, would you like to guess? Uh, 55. Oh, you're wrong. Man, you should have been able to read 67%. I haven't got to it yet. It keeps kicking me off. Oh, well. Okay, 67%. I mean, come on. It's way better than 67%. I think nowadays we Oh, it's at 62. Oh, it's at 62. It was at 67 before the podcast 62% fresh, 94% audience score. That is ridiculous. I mean, mm, I I think we let uh, stupid things like that give us direction where we... You know, rather than making stuff up for ourselves, we just uh, instantly think that, well, so-and-so says I'm not going to like this, so therefore I don't like it. So therefore I'm going to walk around and never do this and yet hate on it all day long. Well, yeah, and especially, you know, something like The Punisher can be very political. Like I said, it's not, and I haven't seen a lot of blowback on it. But I could see somebody going, oh my gosh, this, this, we're glorifying this and guns and blah, blah, you know. I could see that and somebody going, 2%. Have you watched it? I'm not watching that crap. You know. Yeah. That's the way some stuff oh, works. Yeah. So, yeah, 94% oh, yeah. liked it on audience score. Hey, that looks, that looks 100% correct. Yeah, I'm down. Looking back on Ghostbusters, I mean, I watched the movie. I actually own the movie on digital. I mean, uh, somebody got it for me, of course, so I never paid for it. But, um, and I understand what they what they were going for and, and and where their heart was at whenever they went to do it. But th- these people didn't understand what Ghostbusters meant to people, and they didn't recapture the spirit of at least the first movie. I mean, and and the differences are very stark. I mean, the first movie is real world, but there's ghosts, and there's a bit of levity. I mean, the guys are, you know, doing their job, and, you know, they make they crack jokes just like anybody else would, and, and it's very funny written jokes, and, you know, the... The supernatural stuff is a little funny. But it's real world. You know, it's real world New York. It's it's people reacting to the stuff, treating it like it was real. And the new Ghostbusters movie is just feels like just like a bunch of skits. It feels like you're watching the Saturday the uh the 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 uh, uh not Saturday Night Live, the uh National Lampoon's Ghostbusters, you know. That's the way it feels. <laughs> In fact, that yeah. may have been a better title. <laughs> National Lampoon's Ghostbusters. That may have sold the movie a little better. But um Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was just it 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 damaged the value uh, of the title Ghostbusters. And there'd have been so so easier ways to to do exactly what they wanted to do, you know. And we've discussed those before in the past, how they could have written the story to where these these girls were inspired by the original Ghostbusters, and they they get their blessing, and they go on and do the things, and you know, uh, it, we we've been over it the past, but this movie failed because 
pe- some people were blinded by either ambition or they were blind to the fact, blind to the fans. And yeah, when you have something, I, I, I don't think you can do it with Marvel and DC. I don't think you can, in, in the current state of where we're at, I don't think you can just walk through blind to the fans. Um, honestly, I, I mean, I think somebody will stop you. I think one of the suits will go, nah, no, I think... Yeah, you know, I know I'm a suit guy saying this, and this sounds crazy, but I think we got to play to these people a little better than this. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I don't want to... I'm not bringing this up to beat a dead horse. I'm just saying, with a little clearer glasses looking back at it, you could see why it was a bad decision or or the bad decisions that were made. Yeah, I mean, you, I st- you still haven't watched it to this day, correct? I haven't watched yeah. it at all. Yeah, I don't heed my own advice. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, honestly, it's in the don't see it for a reason. I mean, if, yeah. if you enjoyed the old Ghostbusters, I mean, watch it and, and make up your own mind. You know, you may think it's one of the funniest things you've ever seen. And that is fine, too. Uh, it's just not my Ghostbusters. Right. I agree with you. I mean, and you're entitled to that opinion. And and anybody who loves that movie is entitled to theirs. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on social media, uh, I'm at Maynard ninety eight on Twitter, uh, Maynard ninety eight on Instagram. Give my Instagram a follow. I'm I'm really trying to post some cool pictures, cool comic stuff randomly every now and then. You know, on Twitter you can find both of us at Not So Southern G's. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Look for our Instagram account, <laughs> Not So Southern Gentleman. You can also hit my uh, Instagram, Prime Studio. And, and also to to the to the new listeners, thank you. <laughs> that we have had. I mean, we can tell that there are several new listeners. We can we can look at the analytics and, and we just know. Uh, Thank you for listening. You're you're more than welcome to contact us via any of our social media. We would love to talk to anybody. And and thank you to the ones that listen on a weekly basis as it is. We appreciate it. Uh, but we can definitely tell there's been a an up spike recently and we just want to say thanks. For not so southern gentlemen, I am Ricky. I'm Sean. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>